What's up, Des Moines? This is the Fit Des Moines Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Doc Brian Ladd. On this podcast, we're going to talk about all things related to health and wellness in Des Moines. We'll interview clinicians and coaches from around the metro to get to know them and learn how we can continue to lead long, active, and healthy lifestyles. Let's get started. The Fit Moines Podcast is sponsored by Kaizen Health and Wellness. At Kaizen, we help active people in the Des Moines area get out of pain, become injury-free, and back to the sports and activities they love. We do this by working on four different areas. That is, movement, nutrition, sleep, and stress management. When we optimize these four areas, you not only feel better, but you move better, and you can continue to live your best life. Head to kaizenhealthandwellness.com to learn how we can help you get back to doing the things you love. What's up, Des Moines? Doc Lad here with the Fit Moines Podcast. Today we have Whitney Carlson, uh, Whitney's a personal trainer and Pilates instructor at Lifetime here in Des Moines. She's also the owner of Wellhouse. So what's up, Whitney? Well, not much, Brian. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited for this. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. Of course. Wouldn't, wouldn't miss it. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's get started. Let's just have you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, your background, and what you're doing now. Absolutely. So I went to Iowa State, started actually as an elementary education major, um, and I switched halfway through my junior year because I started to get into health and fitness, and I kind of um, was in a dark place in life, I guess we could say. A little bit of background is I lost my dad at three months old of skin cancer, and I lost my brother um, of suicide my sophomore year of high school. So I just was always trying to like fill a void, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And I did that with drinking and a bunch of stuff that I shouldn't been shouldn't have been involved with. So yeah. I was pretty stuck in that vicious cycle until I got into health and fitness. Yeah. So I turned my life around with that. And I was like, I want to do that for other people because this is amazing. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I just was completely lost without health and fitness. So I switched and I became a kinesiology major. And I finished with my bachelor's in kinesiology and exercise science from Iowa State. From there, I started working at Lifetime as a personal trainer. Um, my first three months, I'd say I was kind of learning how to personal train. You know, yeah. we think we know what we're doing. You're like, oh, I'm going to work with people that are super fit, which that's maybe 1% of the population that actually seeks out personal trainers. So I learned a lot from my um, coworkers on how to work with people that had different injuries and different things like that. So I spent a lot of my first three months soaking up as much as I could from my peers. Yeah. Um, and then I've been a personal trainer now here for the last five and a half years. Yeah. Got my um, Pilates certification, done Pilates for neurological diseases, a whole bunch of different certifications with that realm as well. And then also became a massage therapist um, in October of last year. So that was a two-year venture on top of on top of uh, working full-time. So it was fun. <laughs> on top of everything. But I guess that's a, yeah, <laughs> on top of everything. But I think knowledge is power. And yeah. I am humbled to know that I will never know everything there is to know about the body. Yeah. So the more I can learn, the more I can help people. And that's just my main goal in life is to help people. And that's it. Sure. And it always seems like, at least for me, like the more, you know, the more you realize you don't know. <laughs> so it's like, exactly. A thing. Like, yeah, I guess exactly. if you get to the point where you think you know it all, like there's a, there's an issue and you don't. So <laughs> yeah, you need to do some self-checking. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, don't, exactly. I think there's people that study the body for their entire lives and they don't, you still can't know everything. We're still learning more and more as we're getting more new technology and science. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I can totally relate to that. Like I, uh, I don't know, even like graduated from physical therapy school, I've got my doctorate, but it's like, you start practicing and it's like, man, I don't know any, like, I don't know anything. Like, how do I, how am I doing this? Like, <laughs> like you know more than you think you do, but at the same time, it's like, man, you don't, uh, you know, compared to other people, like you don't really know that much. And, and so right. that whole, I felt like the whole, especially the first year, it was like, I'm just, I got to learn, like, I've got to soak up everything from all these other therapists. I got to learn as much as I can and like figure out how to like really do this and really help people. So for sure. And like, everybody's different. So you can't treat each client like they're the same because otherwise it becomes cookie cutter and we're just not that way right so right. the best, better we can blend a bunch of modalities i think the better we're able to help people yeah yeah absolutely now what got you so you went from like elementary education to like the kinesiology like what what got you into the health and fitness realm like what got you interested in that yeah, so there's a guy I was dating at the time. He was really big into lifting. And before that, I was a cardio bunny. Like all I did in high school was cross country and track. Yeah. Um, and then I started lifting, I think my, yeah, my sophomore year of college. And I, I just followed all these girls on Instagram that were competing, doing bodybuilding at the time. And I'm like, that's really cool. And I was like, I don't, I want to do that. Uh, so I spent a year training really hard and working out because I knew if I would have just started cutting right away, like working out for six months and cutting right away, I knew that I just looked like a bag of bones on stage basically. Okay. So I wanted to make sure I had uh, enough muscle tone. So I trained really hard for a year and then I started the cutting process and I did my first bodybuilding show. What was that back in 2015, I think. Okay. Um, and that's what really got me into everything is I had a set goal. I wanted to train for, I trained for it really hard and kind of kept my eyes on that. And then I was like, holy cow, it's amazing that you can shape the human body in any way you really want. Yeah. If you have the discipline to do so, if you care to do so. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what got me into everything. And that's why I took huge, I did four shows back then. And then I took like a six year gap oh, wow. of doing one. And I did my last one, um, was it a month and a half ago just to, do what got me into doing everything in the first place so yeah. that was really fun yeah that's amazing yeah. that's awesome yeah. yeah yeah thanks bodybuilding i don't know like i don't know i don't know if it's for me like i've got some yeah. bodybuilding clients and i'm like i don't know if i could do that and they're always like yeah like you could do it you could do it and i'm like yeah but i don't know if i want to like <laughs> exactly <laughs> a day. lot of people for sure yeah they're like you said it they can do it right and it's just like it's not the healthiest thing and it's like it's just a whole nother extreme sure. so i've been very up until this point i've been very lenient with my nutrition and having the balance where like during prep you can't really have the balance yeah and so when you're allowed to have the balance again it's like even though mentally i'm super strong it's just like it's still it's hard it becomes a vicious cycle of like not that i haven't binging and restricting it's just like when you restrict that hard it's so hard to go back to that same discipline or to have the equal balance like you did before it's like your body becomes a bit lost i suppose we could say yeah. i don't know i just don't think being super restrictive is good for most people because then we have the crazy opposites of the binging you know or some other type of issue like that sure yeah absolutely yeah. um sorry are you will you ever do another show 
I've been getting a lot of questions about that. And at this moment in time, I think I am done. But who knows? In the next however many years, I could decide I want to do one. But at least in the next year and a half, I don't see myself doing another one. Sure. Yeah. You take another yeah. six-year hiatus, and then you'll change your mind, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot can happen. So, who knows? Yeah. 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 Well, that's never going to say never. Right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about uh, Wellhouse and what all that entails, what you're doing there and, and whatnot. Right. So I didn't intend on being a massage therapist, um, but through working at Lifetime, I met um, one of my good friends. Her name's Katie Cass, and she does, she started getting into something called, called neurokinetic therapy. Um, and so I think she was through level one and I was shadowing her and watching what she was doing. And we were getting people out of, or she was getting people out of pain within like one to three sessions. And I was like, holy cow, like this pain that they've gone to PT for, for months, um, and nothing's changed. And then they go to see a, her for neurokinetic therapy and they were getting better within one to three sessions. I'm like, well, this is pretty amazing. So, um, as she was working through that, I also started working through that and there's three different levels. Um, but basically that. The premise of neurokinetic therapy is to find the root cause of the pain. So we have something like a car accident um, where you get whiplash, right? And you've got neck pain for a long time or like neck stiffness. Usually your cervical flexors, like if you're hit from behind, the front of your neck muscles stop working and the back of the muscles or your back and neck muscles overwork for the front. So neurokinetic therapy basically fixes that. and reroutes the motor control center of dysfunction that it learned. Um, and then it gets people out of pain faster. So long story short, that's the whole reason I went to massage school because I had this great knowledge, but I didn't have the license to touch to release muscles. Yeah. So I was trying tennis balls and a whole bunch of other stuff, but it's just not as good as hand hands-on release. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's why I went to massage school. And now I actually feel like I, love massage. I do love massaging. It's great because I can get people out of pain, um, help decrease restrictions in movement. Um, and so Wellhouse is a mix of, I do neurokinetic therapy, I do soft tissue release, and then also giving people homework after their massage. Okay, here's what you can do to strengthen your rotator cuff muscles in your shoulder. Here's the stretches you need to be doing where most massage therapists don't have the ability to, to prescribe exercise because they're not uh, a personal trainer or they don't have that licensure to prescribe exercise sure. or stretches. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the best of both worlds here. Like, um, I've known, like I've known several people that, you know, had like had a desire to go to physical therapy school and it's, <laughs> you can kind of like reroute them. It's like, once you go to massage therapy school and you can learn you know, like a lot about the body you can still get that license to touch, like you like you said, and then go get a personal training cert and do exactly what I'm doing now. You know, not not exactly, but very very similar. Um, right. Yeah. Now now knowing what I know now, it's like, would I go the route of PT school? Like I don't know that I would. Like I really love what I'm doing, but I feel like I could do very similar things going a completely different route. So I don't know. I think about that all the time. Like how much money I invested at Iowa State and I'm like then I think about how much I've learned outside of Iowa State I'm like if I just would have put all that money towards different certifications yeah could I have learned more that is more like applicable to what I'm doing versus right there's a lot that was still applicable but also some extra 
BS in my opinion. That's just part of the curriculum. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. The, the fluff that they have to uh, put in there. Yeah. No, I totally, right. I totally get that. Yeah. I've met with some like strength coaches in the area too. And they, you know, they asked me if they should go to PT school. I'm like, no, I like, look what you're doing now. It's great. Like, do you really want 150,000 plus in debt? Like, to come back and do what you're doing now, like no, it's not, it's not, exactly. it's not worth it. Not worth it. Exactly. No, I I completely agree with that. Yeah. So now, does Wellhouse have its own location? Uh, like, where do you do that out of? Like, tell us a little bit more. Yep. So, um, it is like if you were leaving Des Moines Golf, or we'll just say everyone knows about the big Starbucks on Jordan Creek Parkway, right behind. Um, right behind the hy So usually that's where the landmark I go off of, but right next to that Starbucks is Exemplar Care. Um, it's in a big brick building right off to the side of Starbucks. And I'm within that building. It's actually a three-story building. Yeah. So I did start out with a small suite there and now I just ended up with a little bit of a bigger suite that I do uh, massage therapy. And then I do have a cold plunge tub that is coming in within the next month. I'm super excited about. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so a lot of the whole premise of Wellhouse is just trying to help people live healthier lives while really focusing on the wellness side. So not just massage, not just nutrition or exercise, but kind of putting it all together and also preaching, practicing what I preach, right? Yeah, that's amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Now, what what are your hours like there? I assume it's by appointment only. Like... Yeah, right now it's by appointment only, and it's about about three weeks booked out um, because it is, say I'm doing about 20 hours a week there, and then 25 to 30 hours a week at Lifetime right now. So it's still more of a part-time thing, but I am looking at adding one or two more people within that space to help oh, sure. help me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but so far, it's just me, and I'm a solo person, so it is about three weeks booked out, but I do have a wait list, too, yeah. um, for people to get on. Yeah, but really- I always say book book it out and then let me know and I'll put you on the wait list because if you don't get an appointment booked out, we're, we're not really sure what can happen. So yeah. yeah, that's a good position to be in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be in demand. That's for sure. Yeah, right. So now, do you ever see yourself um, stepping back from like the personal training side of things and just focusing on Wellhouse, or like what do you see happening with that? I I honestly don't because I love what I do. Like I love the mix of everything. I love getting up at 4 a.m. to come teach Alpha with all of my clients here. I have a core set of at least 20 that I see that come to mainly my classes. Um, but then I have a good mix of people I get to work with all the time that I love seeing. And I love coaching the Pilates here and the personal training, but also the massage. I think if I was massaging 40 hours a week, it would just be, it's so, it's, it's taxing on the body. Yeah. I yeah, mean, biomechanically you get set up right and it's okay, but you just. That's a lot. That's a lot of, it's hand, yeah, hands-on manual, yeah. manual labor, like all week. That's a lot to do. Right. And it's like, if you don't have proper boundaries set, um, you can absorb other people's energy and stuff like that too. So it's best like just to have 20, 30 hours, then you can clear everything in between times when you're not with clients. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it gives you, gives you a little bit of a break and you can go do something else and focus on something else. And so, yeah, exactly. I like it. Yep. 
and bring on some other people and you'll be set. <laughs> yeah. And just because I, I know that I can't work at the caliber. I've been, I think the last three months I've been working like 65 hours a week between the two places. So I'm finally setting better boundaries and giving myself more time off because I cannot continue to work at this pace and caliber for the rest of my life while having a personal life outside of work right yeah it's just not sustainable for sure I think that's a that's one of the lessons I had to learn too with owning a business it's like you know especially at first it's like you know I just need need some people in here so I can be flexible you know if they they want to come in the evening they can come in the, you know, if they want to come in the morning it's like okay yeah we'll do that but the more you know yeah. the you get it's like all right like this isn't working out this isn't great for me it's not great for my family like right compare to them either so like th these are the boundaries and so right but it's hard when you're super passionate and you love what you do you want right. to you want to help everyone and want to overcommit but then life kind of slaps us in the face and says nope <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah it'll catch up to you for yep. sure yeah I, I, I used to be bad about booking people over my lunch hour and then i like one of my very first podcasts i, I don't know who i was talking to but I mentioned had mentioned that like I should you know I should make those boundaries so I can eat, actually eat a lunch and uh, <laughs> I'll never forget one of the patients that I always like <laughs> would book at noon she came in the very next time she's like I listened to your podcast like you need to take a lunch <laughs> so she won't book over the noon hour anymore <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of funny but uh, yes yeah. sometimes our clients when we tell them our boundaries they respect it a lot more than when we just withhold them so right yeah yeah it's nice to have the accountability with them right right exactly uh, exactly so now tell us um why don't you tell us like what's your training style look like um and then maybe tell us about pilates i know a lot of people i, I was newer to pilates and you introduced me to that um so i'm sure there's people listening that don't know much about it either so if you could explain like those, yeah. two, those are two very different things but yeah, let's, I'll just maybe start with the Pilates. Um, so Pilates is basically, I know you had Dan Noyce on a couple of weeks ago and I listened to that podcast. I listened to quite a few of your episodes actually. Um, but he was talking about like the functional range conditioning and how you're trying to work within someone's current capacities versus overextending, we'll say during certain stretches or activations. So Pilates is a lot of that too, like stabilizing the pelvis, only working within the range of motion you have versus overextending. So um, that's one of the biggest things, but biggest principle is to make sure during every workout you're getting spinal flexion, spinal extension, spinal rotation, and just movement throughout every joint in its full capacity. Um, because if we don't use it, we lose it, right? With everything, knowledge and range of motion. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest things. And then it's all about precise movement. So we don't do three sets of 10 back here. We do one set of eight, but is the most perfect form that you could possibly have. Um, however, this is not all Pilates, but that is the basic principle of Pilates. Um, we do try to cue people to have those principles when they're in here, but any movements better than no movement. So we're not like attacking people the whole time. Hey, don't move this. Don't move that. But we do give nice cues on what should be staying stable and what should be moving during movements. Sure. Um, but spinal movement is the biggest thing because once we lose our spinal movement, that causes lower back issues, um, mid back issues, issues with the knees and the hips and feet. So biggest thing is just spinal movement. 
Um, and with that knowledge, I completely changed my training style on making sure each of my clients' workouts has a spinal flexion, extension, rotation exercise, um, and then just making sure that I'm thinking about the body as a whole versus just thinking about back and buys. You know, I usually don't program that for my clients unless they're a bodybuilder and that is their goal. Otherwise, it's usually full body workouts, um, trying to incorporate the whole body. And then I'm super form specific. So I am super hands-on during all my training sessions. You can see me watching someone do a lap pull down. I'm like, oh, your ribs are twisted and I'll fix their ribs. And that's what I do with the majority of my clients or why I think I've kept the majority of my clients is because I'm super detail oriented and I'm not just there counting your reps and sets. I'm super hands-on um, and helping people actually correct what's going on yeah. as they work out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, I had a question I forgot. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Um, yep. Yeah. So I guess tell us, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to, you want people to know? Um, Yes. I think that a lot of my clients that I've had, they're always like, especially it'll be guys will be the biggest one to say, it's like, Oh, I don't need a trainer. And I'm like, Oh no, for sure. Definitely not. But let's just go through session and let me see if I can help you learn anything and then by the end of the session they're like I've been doing everything wrong for so long and I'm like well you just we know how to do it more optimally now so um I think the biggest thing is like yes personal training is an investment but it's an investment in your health and I think that I mean find a good personal trainer if you go into someone and they're not giving you any form corrections and stuff like that and not benefiting what you're already doing you don't need maybe that personal trainer but I think people definitely try to um they try to stray away from personal training because it's it can be expensive um and because they think they already know what they're doing but I just think give it give it a try and just see see what it's all about come message me and I'll give you a free session yeah well I was gonna say like obviously if you're in the one area would be a great choice um, but how, <laughs> how would you recommend, um, like, how could someone find a good personal trainer? Um, like what are things they should look for, uh, when they're doing so? I think someone that is very engaged, um, someone that is willing to be a little hands-on. I mean, there's definitely... I think people have to be open to that. So if they're not open to that, I would definitely say that when you have your initial personal training session, like, Hey, I prefer if you don't have any hands-on help. Um, Usually personal trainers will ask like, Hey, do you mind if I help assist your movement? Um, But I think the best thing that people can look for is just someone that is well-rounded and not like, this is what we do. This is how I work out. Like I don't think in working out there are any absolutes. Yeah. Because everyone is different. So yeah. someone that is going to treat you as a human and not just as a like, you know, sometimes we go to see personal trainers, it seems like they're car salesmen. They're trying to get the <laughs> get the sale, which I think that's why most people have issues with personal trainers, at least that I've heard of. Um sure. 
but I think just making sure that the trainer seems well-rounded in their approach and the workout they're taking you through, as well as helping you correct any faulty movement patterns. But again, how do you know you have faulty movement patterns, right? Most individuals don't. So I think, I mean, your page is great because you post a lot of videos on how to fix different things and what's going on with this person's hip or shoulder, which is something I plan to do with Wellhouse is have more education online that people can look at because otherwise yeah, we don't know really what's faulty in our movement patterns, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what I try and do with that. It's like educate people as much as we can. I, I, my philosophy is like, I'll give you as much free information as I can. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. I mean, how much money I'm sure us, us both combined, it's probably over half a million dollars we spent on education. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would be, yeah, I wouldn't even want to calculate mine up. It's <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, but again, it's priceless. It's priceless. Right. right. But the more we can give out to people, the better for free, because We've obviously spent years learning this stuff and no one's going to be able to take the time on top of their full-time job to learn what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I actually sent it, sent it to my wife yesterday. It was an Alex Ramosi post, uh, but he said, I recommend spending all excess cash on acquiring skills until you have so much that you can't possibly spend it on more skills, increase your capacity to earn, which increases your value of your highest cash producing asset, which is you uh, relevant for today. Skills are inflation proof. So. Yeah. absolutely that fit right in so yeah i saw that yesterday and i was like ah see like at one point she banned me from doing more con ed <laughs> and then I no my way oh no i'm doing a course now so. <laughs> that's chad's always like wait you just got done with all this stuff you took off your plate now you're gonna put on one more certification i'm like but i need yeah, it but, like if i do this one then i can do this and then, <laughs> right and like, i found oh, that i'm okay. actually happiest Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's an endless rabbit hole. Like once you find one, like there's, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And then you, you uncover another layer and then it's like, Oh, like I want to take this now. Like I want to learn this. Exactly. It, it never stops. But again, it's all down the right path of learning more about the body. So it's not like we're trying to learn a bunch of different skills like cooking and whatnot. It's like, we're just yeah. going down one path. It's just a very broad path. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. I need, I should probably take a cooking course too, though. Now that we're on that. Hey, I, I don't disagree with you. I could use some help. <laughs> we, we could use some help. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. But okay. Well, I always like to ask some fun questions in addition to those. So, um, if you had a walkout song, or maybe you do, what would it be? Hmm, that's a good question. When I did one of my competitions, I got to pick a song, um, and I ended up picking Lean On by Major Lazer. I listen to it every now and again, and for some reason, I like to listen to it when I was practicing posing. Yeah. Um, but I think if I'm about to walk out and hit like a PR lift, I would listen to Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> like completely left field, but like that one will get me in yeah. in the zone for sure when I'm about to hit a PR. So Yeah, that's awesome. Uh what's your favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon? Ooh, I haven't watched a cartoon in forever, but I think that in college I really liked watching Archer. Okay. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, I yep. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep, very much an adult humor one, but yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's the last TV yep. show that you watch? Oh, we just 
finished Obi-Wan last night on Disney Plus. Well, I guess we're through however many episodes they have out so far. So it's like a spinoff of Star Wars. Yeah, gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty fun. I like it. I guess, are you into Star Wars at all or no? I'm not a huge Star Wars. I enjoy watching them, but it's not, I don't like nerd out over it. Um, I don't know. I I like them though. (laughs) So. I wouldn't say I'm a nerd, but I definitely highly enjoy Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what's the last book that you read? Um, I do audiobooks mainly so I can multitask, but I am halfway through The Emotion Code. So okay. that one is about, have you listened to that one or read it? I'm trying to remember if we have, I feel like we have it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> we might. Um, basically it talks it. about yeah. uh, emotions that get stored in the body and cause pain. So, um, I sent it to one of my friends and she had this like stabbing back pain. She kind of worked through different emotions and there was some resentment with her, um, and her mother. There's been something that happened in their past, um, where her mom maybe didn't treat her the best. And once she released that emotion of that trauma, the magical pain she had in her mid back went away, which is pretty, I don't know. It's an astonishing book. Um, I'm kind of mind blown by it, but very interesting. Just a different kind of approach to fixing sure. people, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Pain. I mean, like the pain science is another rabbit hole you can get into, uh, but it is pretty fascinating, especially with like chronic pain, like, um, stress and like emotional stress and things like that can cause like trigger pain and, and can, you know, harbor there. And it's, it's yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Um, right it can be challenging to deal with, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting, interesting stuff for sure. Yeah. Usually if I have clients that like we've done everything, we're still not getting root cause of the pain. I'm like, maybe you can sit down and sit with your emotions and figure out if there's some type of resentment or pain that's being stored in the body. And sometimes usually that'll, if they're willing to sit with discomfort though, yeah they'll usually figure it out sooner or later yeah well like that like coupled that with like breath work too like that's huge like people understand how much just breathing correctly can change things and it's yeah it's fascinating right that is my first session with everybody i always go over breathing especially massage clients because i'm like your diaphragm isn't moving and if your diaphragm isn't moving so many issues within the spine are caused yeah yeah that's one of the biggest i've had a couple clients recently too where it's like you know they lay down and it's like whoa like you've got this huge rib flare like you point it out and they're like what are you talking about and it's like well this ribs here like you know it's like that's that's not supposed to be like that like we need to work on that for sure so back back to the drawing board oh like oh really it's like yeah or as we try to move their ribs the ribs don't move and i'm like yeah that it shouldn't feel like a rock (laughs) right yeah exactly yep yeah. Awesome. I mean, this has been great. Uh, if people want to learn more about you and what you do, how can they do so? Um, biggest place I guess I post right now is on Instagram. So they can go to Well House. It's spelled Well H A U S at Well House. Period. DSM. That's uh, my, one of my handles on Instagram. And then my other one for my personal page is witness.wellness, except it's W-H-I-T-N-E-S-S.wellness. So that's the two places they can find me or at Lifetime, usually here every morning from 5 to 10 a.m. And then all day on Fridays. Nice. 
Awesome. Well, Wendy, this has been great. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Brian. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to learn more about today's guests or about Kaizen Health and Wellness and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free for life, 